following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together. Michigan? Is it Michigan? Yeah, I live in Michigan. It is time for the only statewide syndicated afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 incredible radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this hour, Dan Hasty will join us. We'll get his thoughts on the Tigers' start. Hey, they were looking good until the ninth inning last night. Blue Jays tied it up. Tigers lose in extra innings. They are what they are. I don't get excited, especially in baseball with the 162 games. I had and still have zero expectations on this team. If you can show me that Torkelson and Green and Veerling, Carpenter, you can get four or five guys who are major league ready after this year, and you can add pieces if you're Scott Harris, a new president, free agent pieces. And hopefully Baez will hit like John Vanderwall, the former major leaguer, said in studio. And they can trade him. He's just not a good fit in a big ballpark like the Tigers have in downtown Detroit. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I don't know how you're going to get above 60 wins, right? Vanderwall and I went back and forth on that. And they look good. They look like a major league team. The other night with Vanderwall, I'm talking about I like some of the young arms that give up like five runs that night. Oh, it's the kiss of death from Huge. Really? I'm the only guy? Okay. So Hasty will join us. Uh, Hasty also got some national acclaim. It was Masters weekend. He's the play-by-play voice of the Tigers High A affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps. And he decided to mix in... A Jim Nance-like commentary on baseball that normally is reserved for the Masters. Hello, friends. A beautiful Saturday afternoon in Comstock Park. This is inning number seven. Still in the front nine, if you will. Eric Pinales hails from San Cristobal. It's about 30 kilometers from Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic. Right now looking at a pitch from about 60 feet, 6 inches. 
idea how that one stayed out. I struggled a lot in 2022 with this control. A fine hit, deep to left center. Off the wall. Luke gets done into second base. Exquisite. A one-out double here in the seventh. An excellent approach to that hit. Patient, able to line it up. Deposited into left center field. Got it into the short grass out there. happy that doesn't sound like that every single day <laughs> and that was dan hasty is that jake the wonder boy what's his first name superfly nate nate wangler right i call him jake the wonder boy now hasty and someone from sports illustrated picked this up and, and it went viral and they talked about it and it's really well done but i will tell you and hasty will join us in a moment i hadn't heard it Superfly put it up on my computer, and I thought Nate coming in with the drops like the on-the-course reporter at the Masters, that was awesome. And Hasty did a great job. Matter of fact, they should have called the entire game like that. Masters weekend, that should be a tradition like no other with the West Michigan Whitecaps. And they could wear, like, green uniforms and all the ushers have green jackets. Those guys put the green jacket on, right, with the Whitecaps logo, Tigers logo. Yeah, and they can all pretend like they're major leaguers, where you got a lead in the ninth and you blow it. Let's go talk to Dan Hasty. He is standing by. I love Jake the Wonder Boy. Excuse me, Nate uh, the Wonder Broadcaster. Uh, his on-the-field reporting was phenomenal. That's well done, Dan. Good job. Good to talk to you, Bill. No, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, we, we kind of had that idea the night before, and it was a joke at first, and then all of a sudden we just kind of looked at each other and we were like, should we actually try that? Should we do that? <laughs> and so my initial idea was to do an entire half inning, and Nate made the point, my broadcast partner, Nate Wangler, he ended up saying, you know, if our pitcher starts to, like, walk the ballpark, whoever it is, you're going to be up a creek without a paddle. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. So we decided to stick it out for one at bat, and it was literally just the perfect length. It was. I, I think it's a tradition like no other, but uh, Sports Illustrated gave you coverage. Uh, you two do a good job, and Nate has really grown into a broadcaster from the green child he was when he began under your tutelage with the West Michigan Whitecaps and Tigers high affiliate. Uh, Dan, I, I did want to bring you on. I'm watching this team right now, and the reality is they have probably half the roster that doesn't belong in the big leagues. They don't have one guy you can give the ball to and say, get an out or go get a W uh, if he's in the rotation. I'm really trying to figure out moving forward what A.J. Hinch and Scott Harris and uh, the rest of this team has got to do to try and just – write things and, and and go out there with somebody who can help you get W's. And I think to a point, I mean, we knew that this year was going to be that year that Scott Harris needed, or at least claimed that he needed to take inventory. So I, I guess we'll allow him to do that. I mean, of course, 
when you start the way the Tigers have started this season, I mean, I guess if nothing else, one thing you don't want is the idea of false hope. You don't want to look at your team and say, what's the ceiling for these guys? Is it 75 wins? Is it 80 wins? Any of that probably works as a detriment to the long-term future of the Detroit Tigers, all things considered. So, you know, do do you really want guys breaking out and making you think that they're long-term solutions at certain spots when they're not going to be that? I mean, so I think, you know, of course it's not fun. It's not easy to watch what the first handful of games of the Tigers this season look like, but at least they're getting the answers that I think fans believe they should be getting. I mean, I think they're going to be getting closer to, to weeding out the right people based on if things continue to go the way they're Dan Hasty, talented play-by-play voice for Masters Golf Radio Network yeah. with uh, Nate the Wonder Boy as his sidekick and also the high-A affiliate for the Tigers of West Michigan uh, Whitecaps. I had Vanderwall in studio a couple of days ago, and right around Memorial Day sometime in June, he thinks that you're going to need to dip down into the minor leagues and figure out who in your system could be major leaguers Dan, I know with your Road to Detroit podcast and everything you've done, and also being the voice of the Tigers High affiliate of the West Michigan Whitecaps, uh, beyond what they have on the Major League roster right now, which that team is right there with the A's as the worst in baseball, who down on the farm between double A, because you can't really dip into A and get anybody who's going to help you in the same year in the big leagues. Who had double-A or triple-A could be getting some major league service come early summer to see if they're a potential big leaguer? For what it's worth, I did hear that conversation with John Vanderwall. He used to be the Whitecaps hitting coach once upon a time, and I thought that was a really, really good conversation between the two of you. But, you know, I heard him saying he thought, you know, Green and Torkelson were, were going to hit. He was happy with what he saw from those guys, and no, no surprise there. I mean, they were hitting the tar out of the baseball, so there's nothing reason nothing there. But as it pertains to the farm, I mean, you've got a couple guys. I mean, of course, we've been talking about Austin Meadows a lot. Well, you know, his younger brother Parker hit his second home run for Toledo last night. He's off to a good start in Toledo, which I think is a big deal. The fact that he's adapting to that level quickly. I mean, he's always had these growing pains at all these levels. And he's now showing that he doesn't have those anymore. He's at the age and at the place in his career where he's not suffering that huge learning curve. And, of course, he'll get that when he gets to the big leagues. But I'm really encouraged by his start. I think Justin Henry Malloy has looked really, really good for Toledo with with this ability of hard contact but also uh, patience at the plate. I mean, the Atlanta Braves just seemingly pull up another guy every single other, you know, every other week that go in and contribute. Justin Henry Malloy was going to be one of those guys for the Braves this year, and that's why the Tigers made him a priority in the show and that is great. So I don't think it'll be long until we see him wearing a big uniform. And then if you want to go a level lower, Colt Keith is, in my opinion, the most talented offensive player in the entire minor league system. He is doing things at the high A level last year as a 19-year-old and now at the double A level as a 20-year-old that the guys just don't do. I mean, we hadn't seen that since Riley Green. He just became a top 100 prospect in Major League Baseball. So those three, I think, are probably the closest to making an impact this year. Cole Keith, probably about that same time, if he keeps tearing it up at double-A Erie, 
he he gets that move up to Toledo, I would think, you know, sometime early summer. I think so. I think, you know, last year, one of the things that we learned with this new front office is that they are not afraid to move guys if they feel like they're ready, even if they haven't been at a specific level for very long. We were talking about Parker Meadows. He started last year in West Michigan. Granted, it was his third season, but you could tell that things finally clicked for him. He started mashing a bunch of homers. I think he had like six, seven homers in three weeks. So he only spent three weeks in West Michigan, and then he was on his way to double A, and that's where he spent the remainder of his season. So they can have a short audition at the level they're at. So just because – you know, Cole Keith injured his shoulder and missed most of last season's second half. Well, even if he goes to double A and he's only there for three weeks, if he tears the cover off the ball, guess what? He's going up, and all of a sudden now you've got three potentially legitimate long-term everyday position players waiting at the triple A level. His name is Dan Hasty, talented play-by-play voice of the Tigers High Affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps, joining us on the Roast Umber guest line, talking Tigers minor league system, the big league team, and also high A West Michigan. Who's standing out early for the Whitecaps that could be a future Tiger? Well, I mean, right now the Whitecaps have a couple of the Tigers' top prospects. Jace Young, he's the number two Tigers prospect. He was the Big 12 player of the year a couple of years ago. He's off to a really good start. He's a left-handed second baseman, and he just is the ball and offensive second basemen are hard to find so excited to watch what he can do as he develops this year he's a college kid so you're expecting him to have some success pretty much right out of the gate this year meanwhile a couple of the other kids that are a little bit younger because we were expecting to see jackson job the tiger's top prospect wear a white caps uniform this year ended up with a back injury he's out for a while who knows we're going to see him I think it'd be a bonus if we see him in all of this season, to be perfectly honest with you. But think about a couple of the other guys. Isaac Pacheco, he's a big-time prospect. He's a top 15 guy, top 10, depending on where you read it. But he's a third baseman in West Michigan. He is a mountain of a man. I mean, he's six foot five, two 235 pounds, and he's got the deepest voice you've ever heard on a 20-year-old kid. So I actually had him do a James Earl Jones impersonation. He did the Field of Dreams sketch on our road to Detroit last year. But he's there, and then on top of that, there's a 19-year-old, our youngest player, and that was the international free agent the Tigers signed a couple of years ago with all that power, Roberto Campos. Nobody really knew where he came from, but he's still trying to figure it out. But he, when he makes contact, Bill, I'm telling you, it's really exciting. This is a guy that hit a ball last year down in Lakeland over 120 miles per hour. I mean, this guy has Giancarlo Stanton-level contact ability. Now it's just about finding a way that gets him to tap into more of that. Daniel, always a great conversation with you, talking baseball, Masters golf. Congrats on getting the viral uh, salute out there from Sports Illustrated. That was awesome. Uh, tell Nate uh, he's improving every day. If he keeps it up, he'll be a double-A Erie before Memorial Day. Well, that's good. I mean, he's ready to move up. I think he's gotten enough seasoning at this level. Yeah, uh, you don't want to move him up too fast. We don't want to call him Nate Torque. That's important. You don't want you don't want to have that thing bottom out before it gets too late. You want to keep yourself in good shape, and you don't want to mess it up. So, do you, no, do, do, do you want to do? Yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. Do you want to have a couple of hit records, or have one song that makes it right? That Nate, that he really has improved. That that broadcast team with Hasty, 
And they is it Wangler or Wrangler? Wangler? He's a good kid. Uh, Tigers high affiliate, you know, the West Michigan Whitecaps. You know, Rodriguez gave him a great start last night with six innings pitch and an earned run. I, there are, you know, and I know Vierling didn't hit the ball last night. There, they have, there, there are some glimpses of what the future is. It's not this year. It really, I'm, I'm already looking ahead to 2024. I mean, Maton, you, you look at Vierling, you look at Riley, Carpenter, and Obias is just a colossal disappointment. His average, is it at 100 now? He's so good with the glove. Yeah, but Torque and Carpenter, Vierling, Maton, you know, Jake Rogers, there, there's, there's some hope there for, and I'm talking, you know, the next five-year window. It's just the bullpen that I, I did like Foley, gave him an inning after Rodriguez went out after six. Lang, he's solid. Then they get into these guys that ain't nowhere on the major league roster. Winkenner. I, 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 again, it, they are running out hitters and arms and seeing who can be major league ready. This is a throwaway year for the Tigers. It's a developmental year. It's really the start of another rebuild. But you're not starting cold turkey because guys like Torque and Green, like Vanderwall said, look like they're major league ready. I think Kerry Carpenter, Kreidler will get there. You know, Maton and Veerling, I, I, I like that deal because they didn't need Soto. They weren't going to contend anyway. So there are some pieces here for the future that give me hope. Next segment, Lomas Brown will join us. We'll get an update his thoughts on the NFL draft of the Lions. Also, Kuda being traded for a fifth rounder. I don't have any issues with it. I was listening to Anthony Bellino and X's and Bros, the Michigan Sports Network's morning show. It's heard in Grand Rapids weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on 96 won the game. Anthony was saying some of his buddies were complaining they didn't get enough in return. Although Kuda's not part, wasn't part of the Shorter, long-term future. You got a fifth-rounder. You dump some money. You still got to eat some of the contract. It was a horrible pick. That's why I'm staying away from... There's no corner or safety or anybody at six that I'm saying go reach that far. I believe if you can get Will Anderson and you have Hutch and Will as the future on the defensive line, you're going to win some Super Bowls. And I'm sticking with my prediction that the Lions are going to two Super Bowls in the next five years. I didn't say winning one. I said two Super Bowls. Lomas Brown, former Lion for the Lions Radio Network. He'll join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Did you know that churches, businesses, schools, and sporting events need to be safe? (laughs) Of course you did. But did you know where many of those groups and organizations turn to make sure their safety measures are current and comprehensive? Their local Michigan Police Department. That's where. We all want to be safe, and we can bring in the experts by starting the conversation with our local police department. Contact them today to find out more. 
Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter, and whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring you. Spend the money with and win up to $100,000 cash. Every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m., one winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to hundred grand. Whirl in for $100,000 money wheel. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Want to give a shout out to our affiliate, 96.5 The Cave in Adrian, southeastern Michigan. Also, Sports Extra 1330 in Flint and 100.9 FM in Midland, Bay City, and Saginaw. And to the Somervilles on AM 1280 in Alma Mount Pleasant. 93.7 FM, Cadillac to Traverse City, the ticket. Charlevoix Petoskey to the bridge in northern Michigan on 104.7 FM and AM 1340. In the UP, Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, Copper Country is God's Country. AM 920 and 107.3 WMPL. In Grand Rapids, our flagship station is 96.1 The Game, WHTC over in Holland. You can hear 96.1 The Game in Muskegon and also Kalamazoo. The Game, AM 730 in Lansing. The Roar, 93.5, FM and 94.7 FM HD Channel 2 in Detroit. Did I get them all, Superfly? I think I did. 
If you missed it, just go to thehugeshow.net for the station close to you. Let's go talk about the Lions. NFL draft here at the end of the month. Lomas Brown, former Lion, doing a stellar job with Dan Miller and the crew on the Lions radio network. Lions are emerging as one of the top teams in the NFC. They get picked 6 and 18. And Lomas, the big question is will they trade up maybe to ensure they get Will Anderson? Will they trade back if he's gone early? I'm talking about their first pick at six. What are your thoughts and what are you hearing? I haven't heard anything huge other than us staying there at the sixth spot. I haven't heard moving up. I have heard some grumblings of maybe moving down, but I haven't heard of moving up. But I, I think six is a you know a great position to get a great player. I think the first four uh, probably be quarterbacks some way somehow. And then I think you got a pick of a lot of great players um, that you should be able to choose for, hopefully including Jalen Carter and that group and whatnot and whatnot. So hopefully, you know, the Lions, and they know they know a lot better than we do huge, but, you know, I think six is a great spot to pick at. Um, and six and 18, I think we should be able to get some impact players to come in and help us right away. Could you imagine Will Anderson Jr. and Hutch, oh, the anchors God. of the defensive line for years to come? My Lord. Oh, don't, don't forget Houston coming off the edge, too, man. Every time you talk about that D-line, you have to talk about that young fella and what he was able to do, James Houston, what he was able to do for the Lions being a rookie, you know, and an unknown player. But everybody knows about him right now. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the latest from... Chris Trapasso at CBSSports.com. Bryce Young, one uh, to the Panthers, who made that trade with the Bears. C.J. Stroud, two to the Texans. Will Levis, three to the Colts. Uh, Tyree Wilson goes four to the Cardinals. Anthony Richardson's stock has dropped a little bit. Then they have Will Anderson going to Seattle at five. And Jalen Carter at six out of Georgia, who prior to the auto accident speeding uh, issue was projected to be the overall number one pick. So if the Lions, through their due diligence, their one-on-one interviews, uh, breaking Jalen Carter down, if they feel uh, he can get past that and he's a culture guy that fits their system, that could be a steal at six. That's why I say huge. We sitting there at six. I think something's going to happen. Even just like you mentioned with the Anthony Richardson, because I've been hearing Seattle may take him. Now you're saying that they may take somebody else. So you just never know how that's going to work out. But I think we're going to be able to get an impact, impact player. And I wouldn't be afraid if it's Jalen Carter. I mean, again, like you say, this guy was ranked high. You know, like they were saying the probably the number one guy in this draft board. And if we could get him, get a guy like that, you could just look at the, not not just the immediate side of that guy, but just look at the long-term impact, him and like you say, Aiden Hutchinson, Houston, you know, the core, just, just all the guys that we would have that you would be rotating through, uh, Josh Paschal. So, and hopefully you get a healthy Levi Anzurike. So it, 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 it could be great for the Lions. And I think you just have to keep adding depth, particularly with your interior line. 
Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network joining us on the Roast Umber guest line here on the huge show across Michigan talking about the Lions. Yeah, and an 18, again, uh, it, it's really a deep draft. They could get that corner. They could uh, get a D lineman. Uh, they could get a safety. There's so much out there. Could take a running back. You know, Robinson's name's been mentioned out there. So uh, I, I, I will tell you, Lomas, and I think we talked, you know, three weeks ago or something, uh, I've never been this comfortable with the Lions front office, coaching staff, and the direction they're going in. And now throw in the bonus pick from the Rams at six with 18 in the first round and two second rounders. And what the offseason has already brought them, the Lions are a legit contender for the NFC Championship this upcoming season. Yeah, and the thing for me, Hugh, is that, you know, yeah, you get what you need at number six, but just think about it. You know, 18, that's a that's a luxury pick right there. So you could basically take the best player available right there. And how many times have we been able to say that going into a Lions draft, that they could basically take the best player that's there. They don't have to take – they don't have a lot of needs. Yeah, you, you want to still – like I said, you always want to increase your depth. And, and and especially with your interior alignment, O and D alignment, but just to be able to be in the position they are in, especially after the strong free agent all season that we've had so far this year, we're in a stronger position. So it, it's not it's, it hasn't been a lot of times that we've been able to say that going into a draft about the Lions, and I, I just think Brad and them they they pretty much have the pick of the litter when you talk about, and there's a lot of guys that we haven't talked about that can be guys that can come in and make an impact. So I know they're just happy that the position that they're in right now, and they should show up, like, say, the end of this month when they do choose um, in the NFL draft. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network on the Roast Umber guest line here on the huge show uh, across Michigan. Yeah, what's missing? I, again, with what they'll get from the draft, and a lot of that is hit or miss. It's just the way it is uh, with college guys coming in. But from what you watched last year with what they've picked up through free agency, that last game uh, was your measuring stick when they knocked and kept Rodgers and the Packers from the playoffs by winning at Lambeau on Sunday Night Football. What's still missing from the Lions becoming maybe the best Lions team anybody's ever seen? Yeah, I, I just think huge. What they have to do is just dominate at home. You got to take a, take advantage of your home field advantage, and that's what they just have to do. And that's and and, and look, I think this year maybe nine games will be at home. You think about that. You win all your home games, then you can split on the road, and you still know you're getting in. You know what I'm saying? So. Winning your home game, and that was, I know that was one thing that Wayne used to preach to us the most, was taking care of business, taking care of your home field advantage, taking care of the fans that come there every Sunday to root for you. You know, so winning your home games, that's how we would look at things. So to me, becoming a dominant team at home to where you don't want people to have come in here, and this is a true, true home field advantage like we know it can be with the fans here. I think, to me, that'll help the Lions get over that hump. Jared Goff, uh, his backup, that, you know, the one thing that's missing, uh, and 
And I hope those reports, if they were true about Bridgewater, but who knows, you know, you're a play away from having a team ready to be a playoff contender, but you don't have that backup QB yet. I assume they're kind of waiting to see how this draft shakes out, who gets quarterbacks, what veterans get you know, sent packing because now a roster spot is taken uh, by a quarterback drafted by NFL teams. Your thoughts on the Lions' backup QB? Yeah, I mean, I know they brought Nate Sudfeld back, but again, you have to have a quality QB. Somebody that's been in there, somebody that's been through the wars, somebody that started seasons. You know, not the guys that just started spot games. Because, again, it's hard for a defense to get ready for you when you do spot games. When you get in there and you're in there for a prolonged time, that's when defenses can gear up for you. That's when they can scheme for you. That's when they find your weaknesses and try to exploit them. So I think it's just important to get a quality, quality backup guy that, and, maybe, and maybe somebody that has a little playoff experience. But you want to have that experience, guy, just in case the unthinkable happens and you lose your starting quarterback. You don't want to have to tank the season. Remember, you, 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 this is you're thinking for 53 guys. It's not just the one guy, even though we know the one guy is the most important guy on that team, but he has a livelihood of 53 other guys out there, 52 other guys. You know, so you have to be thinking in terms of that. What's better for the betterment of the team? What's better for the long term of the team? And you have to have a quality backup quarterback just in case, because we know the NFL used one and one, and that could be it. I mean, you know, that's just how fast it happens in the NFL. So you just have to be ready for the unthinkable and the unknown. Lois Brown from the Lions Radio Network here on the Huge Show Across Michigan. My man, always appreciate your time. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Huge. Take care of yourself, my good man. Yeah, I think he was sneezing like some pollen or something in there. At first, I thought he fell. So I wanted to cover the time, kind of being like I was his, I had his back when he got pancaked right on the line. Lois Brown for the Lions Radio Network talking uh, Lions and the upcoming draft on the Roast Umber Guest Line. If you want to join in our Bush Light, huge question of the day. Who's your ideal pick at six for the Lions? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They are a local bank with local decision makers. They have locations all across Michigan. You can trust and depend on your local Mercantile Bank team. And thank you for the partnership to our friends from Mercantile Bank. You want to join in on that conversation? Huge question of the day. Ideal pick at 6, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it.
Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With a shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. And Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle. Anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass at IU Superfly Hayes, my producer uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan Thursday broadcast on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest, Superfly Hayes. He is our executive producer. Bush Light, huge question of the day. Who's your ideal pick at number six in the draft for the Lions? And it will change before we get to round one of the NFL draft. The Lions picking six and 18. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opted on that huge text chain. Text the word huge to 21,000. Yeah, it really depends if Richardson climbs back up into that top four because then that leaves. If four quarterbacks go, whether you get some wheeling and dealing with Arizona and somebody getting in there to get Richardson, that leaves the Seahawks and the Lions. Or at least who's ever at five in front of the Lions. If four quarterbacks go, there's Anderson or Carter waiting for you at number six. Speaking of the NFL, Daniel Snyder reached an agreement to sell the franchise to the Josh Harris Group. He owns the 76ers and the Nets. Six billion dollars 
is the price tag for that NFL franchise. Magic Johnson is part of that Josh Harris group. Magic is a phenomenal businessman. Also, D.C. area billionaire Mitchell Rails. You got Magic, a Hall of Famer. And the Harris Group, they own the 76ers and the NHL's New Jersey Devils. And now they will have the Washington Commanders, a record $6 billion. The previous record was $4.65 billion set last year by the Walton Penner Group that bought the Denver Broncos. Yeah, $6 billion. When you got all that TV money guaranteed, and it's only getting bigger when you're adding on the Amazons and now that YouTube... NFL ticket deal, I think it's a pretty high price, but if you're living out of market and you're a Giants or Lions fan living in Arizona and you can't get the local games, you're going to pay, you know, 400 bucks a year, 450 whatever it is. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Superfly Hayes tells me he is standing by. What's going on, Timmy? Hey, man, we got so much going on, as you know. Uh, tomorrow, right here in our entertainment hall, uh, the Trilogy Tour, Maxwell. Tickets are still available. 8 o'clock show. Get them. It's going to be a great show. You're going to be well entertained. I'm really excited and looking forward to that one. Uh, Alice Cooper just sold out. So uh, when we tell you about these bands, you gotta you got to get the tickets and let's go. E-Tix is a great place to do it. Or you can get them right here at Soren Eagle at the box office. Bobby Pulido. My man Gary Hobbs will be here May 6th. It's going to be a great time. A lot of dancing going on. Tacos and tequila will be in the house. Get some great food, great drinks. Los Lobos, great entertainment. Uh, that's one you're not going to want to miss. And then when we talk about our outdoor summer concert series, Bill, we talk about it all the time. May 26th, Godsmack. A bullet for my Valentine and Bad Wolves. What a great combination. May 26th, showtime. 7 p.m., everybody. 7 p.m. A lot of great acts. Brooks and Dunn, the reboot tour with Scotty McCreary go down June 15th here in the country. That's one you're going to want to catch. An evening with James Taylor June 23rd, 8 p.m. That's a Friday night. Man, oh man, that's going to be a good one. And his all-star band, hit after hit after hit. Kane Brown, August 3rd, Bill, with Chris Lane and Restless Roads. That's going to be a fun time for your country fans. August 3rd, that's a Thursday night, 7 p.m. We just announced Ken Jong will be in the house November 18th. And dunk. Can you imagine seeing Jan on stage? You're going to be able to have that opportunity right here at Soren Eagle. And then as far as promotions go, Bill, we got a lot going on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. We have our loyalty money wheel. That's a great promotion. goes from 7 to 10 p.m. So make sure you come in and check that one out. That's a whole lot of fun. And, of course, our $100,000 money wheel, Saturdays in April from 5 to 11. That's going to be a lot of fun right there. You get a chance to win hundred k for our grand prize. You get three eagles on the wheel. And bingo, bango, uh, you're walking away with $100,000 cash. Well, there's all kinds of great prizes on there. You get to spin the wheel three times, accumulate the cash for your chance to win. Once again, from 5 to 11 p.m., that goes down. It's really easy. All you got to do is use your Access Club card and be part of the fun right here at Soaring Eagle. And uh, this is the place to do it big. And, Bill, also, and I'm sure you've seen it, we're going to have our draft party in our Ascend Sportsbook. Uh, we're going to have uh, Herman Moore in there so we can watch, wager, and win in Ascend. And our draft party, we're going to have $2 draft specials, uh, wing specials, giveaways, drawings, all kinds of fun. Herman's going to be there. We're going to do some live streaming. It's going to be a lot of fun. So check out our draft party. Go to 
www.soaringeaglecasino.com and check out all that great information. Come come do some fun things in Ascend, and uh, maybe you'll win some great stuff, too. There's going to be autograph sessions, picture taken, all the stuff. He's going to bring in some special guests. It's going to be a good time, so uh, check that out. That's going to go down April 27th in Ascend, though. And by the way, uh, the host on stage with Herman Moore and his NFL friends will be the one and only Bill Simonson from The Huge Show. No way. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. I'm really excited. So, uh, well, yeah, you heard that. You didn't bring it up. What do you mean you heard it, Timmy? You know, I'm waiting for And it's going to be with you, Bill. Back to you. Yeah, you hey, heard it. You didn't bring it up. Hey, Bill, I was throwing it down the middle so you could hit the home Okay. Run, right? Well, I look forward to it. That's going to be awesome. Say, hey. hey. I mean, I wanted you to make the announcement. It's your show. Hey, Herman, Herman Moore's people contacted me and asked me after the Collaborative Lab interview. He thought I'd be the perfect host, and I was flattered, so it's awesome. Timmy, i got to get to a network break. We'll talk soon. I'll see you up there April 27th for round one of the draft. Looking forward to it, brother. Thanks. All right. Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino. And Resort joining us. Yeah, I'll give you more details about draft day at Soren Eagle coming up momentarily. 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. And also just search The Huge Show where you download your podcast. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanGarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Garter. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on a Thursday with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Inside this hour, Jeremy Reisman from Pride of Detroit, Lions NFL insider. He'll join us, Mike O'Hara from DetroitLions.com. Jeff Risden, his conversation with Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, which is heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. Rizzy, one of our in hizzy Lions guest. They had a good conversation. Uh, we'll talk the Cuda trade and more. Uh, Anthony Bellino does a great show. If you're in the Grand Rapids area, 96.1 The Game, our flagship station, carries AB's X's and Bros, part of the Michigan Sports Network team, which I am also a part of weekday mornings at 6 a.m. NGR on 96.1 The Game. We threw out our Bush Light, huge question of the day. While we're talking NFL draft and reaching out to some of our Lions insiders, Who's your ideal pick at six? You can answer at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They're a local bank. Local team members. They have locations all across Michigan. And you can trust and depend on Mercantile Bank and their team. And that's more important than ever before. 
So join us everyone, 866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. I just told you last segment that Snyder reached a deal to sell the Washington Commanders in the NFL for a record $6 billion. That's with a B. Magic Johnson, it's the Josh Harris group who own the Sixers and the New Jersey Devils in the NHL, Sixers in the NBA. But Magic Johnson, the Hall of Fame hoops legend, is part of that buyer group. So good for him. He's, I'll tell you what, Magic Johnson has been fantastic in business. Even when he was playing, he gets it. Smart man, $6 billion. And that's one of the lower-level franchises. Can you imagine what like the Cowboys are worth now? If the Commanders are going for $6 billion? Think about what the Dallas Cowboys, Jets, Giants, even the Lions, uh, marquee franchises, I- I'm talking Lions. They're not a marquee franchise yet in the NFL. But the, the big boys in the NFL, if... The Broncos went for what was the record at $4.65 billion, and the Commanders just went for $6 billion. What are the Cowboys worth, $8 billion, $9 billion? It's a TV money. You know, people are wondering, well, how can you pay that much? You know, Look at Ishbia. He paid $4 billion for the Phoenix Suns in the NBA. So you have Ishbia, Michigan State guy, as owner of the Phoenix Suns, and now Magic Johnson is part of the ownership group. Yeah, I... I don't know what the Lions value. If you're getting $6 billion in D.C., Lions have to be at least that, if not more. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions blogger, insider. He is standing by on the Roast Umber guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the Lions value would be if the Commanders are worth $6 billion and you're the Lions and you have Ford Field and all the entities and the same TV money, I would think it's at least worth that $6 billion if they were selling. I know the Ford family will never sell, but gosh, uh, you know, like I said, the high top shelf franchises, what's their value if the commanders are getting $6 billion? Man. Yeah. That's an interesting question. I, you know, Forbes does like annual team worth value types of things, and, uh, you know, obviously it's just kind of an estimate. And usually the Lions are in that 30 to 32 range. Like they're one of the least valued franchise according to Ford. But again, like that's just estimates and based on things like probably merchandise sales and, and things like that. So I, I would guess that they're, you know, theoretically they're, they're worth less than, than the commanders, but y- you never know. I mean, all you need is, I guess, one kind of big investor in, in the local area that's interested in buying your team. And maybe it's more than, than the commanders, but that is, I mean, it's just kind of a striking number to see it out there, like $6 billion for a franchise um, you know, it's not not necessarily a surprising number. Like you said, a team has recently sold for just under that. Four, I guess four point five million isn't really just under that, but um, yeah, it, it, it's interesting to see those those values just kind of laid out, plain to see. And that's not a winning franchise. If you're somebody right. with some Lombardi trophies, or you're selling out every game, your value even skyrockets more. And I think the Lions are heading into what I believe will be maybe since the Barry era. And even that had drama with Ross and the coaching changes and ownership and William Clay Ford in the front office. Uh, I think this franchise is stabilized like I've never seen them before. Uh, they've had, outside of really the backup QB situation, a near-perfect offseason. 
Uh, we know what they have in the draft in the first round at 6-18 and 18 with the two second rounders. They got that fifth rounder from the Akuta deal that we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, but, Jeremy, uh, outside of major injuries, you know, losing golf to a, like a season-ending injury or something, uh, this team is walking in. I'm not going to call it the golden era yet until uh, they win some trophies, but in terms of just having everything in place, I've yeah. never seen this with the Lions ever. Yeah, I mean, it's not just the fact that this team, that this roster looks very good from top to bottom. Um, it's not just the fact that they're, you know, scheduled to, to win or favored to win the division for the first time in, you know, 30 some years or whatever it is. Um, but it's just, you can see the plan, right? You can see that this isn't just a team built to win now. This is a team that has an extremely young roster that has a bunch of, you know, potential marquee players on both sides of the ball due to good drafting. And they don't really, you know, they haven't tied themselves to horrible contracts or anything like that. It just, it seems like this team is creating a very long runway for itself. Um, and, and as soon as we kind of get the picture of what their plan is long-term for quarterback, then you can kind of see it all laid out. And it, it seems like this team is, is heading in a, a very good direction. The one thing we got to do, though, is see the actual results on the field. Luckily, the, the, the franchise left a pretty good taste in their fans' mouth with an 8-2 finish last year. But, um, you know, we, we can't put the cart before the horse here. They have to they have to make the playoffs. They have to win a playoff game. They have to challenge at least for a Super Bowl in the next couple of years here. Um, otherwise, you know, all this – I mean, like you said, like all it takes is one injured season to kind of knock all that off course for one season. But it seems like if you just look schematically at what they're doing in, in terms of the, the way that they're they're building, not, not only their roster, but really their coaching staff, you're kind of seeing them – already turn it over a little bit and, and be prepared and, and, and filling it with guys that are well-respected. Um, so, you know, even if it doesn't work out this year, like a lot of people think they are, it, it seems like they're in a good position. But again, people aren't going to believe, especially in this town where we have felt optimism more than once uh, in the past 50 years, um, that they're, they're going to want to have to see the results before they buy in completely. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit Lions NFL insider, joining us on the roast Umber guest line. Uh, before we get to pick six and eighteen and where you're at right now uh, with your mock five hundred eighty three thousand point oh, uh, all of us have those. You know, I, I, I'm not saying you. I'm talking about just how many mock drafts I've read. Uh, the Akuda trade. Uh, some complain not enough. Hey, you know what? Uh, the Falcons gave a fifth rounder. Lines have to eat some of the salary. Reality is, Akuda never measured up to being the overall number three pick, and he didn't fit into the Lions plans. End of story. Yeah, I think I think you kind of nailed it, and and really, there as, as much as you know, you're always going to have a, at least a market for someone who is a third overall pick and, and entering their fourth season. Um, but it, it's it's just not going to be that much. Um, uh, I, I think when you're looking at a guy who who's suffered some two pretty serious injuries that that necess, necessitated off season surgery, um, a guy that went fully healthy last year, and, and granted, it was his first fully healthy season in a, a very long time. Um, head flashes, but we saw what happened at the end of the season. He got benched. So um, I, I think it's it's a low-risk trade for the Falcons, and, and it could pay off in, in the meantime. But in Detroit, it just did not really make sense to keep him around. He was taking up $10 million in cap space. He's a guy that's maybe wide or cornerback five on, on the team. Like Even if you were to believe that having a guy like him on the roster would be good in case of injury, which I, I agree on, on the surface, Paying a guy $10 million for that just doesn't make a ton of sense. And I know in terms of dead cap, you're still going to be paying, you know, 
six, seven million for him um, because of the five million dead cap and because, as you, as you said, you're, you're eating a little bit of salary for the Falcons. Um, he was just never going to get that opportunity to prove that he was worth it here. Um, and so you save three million instead of five million, and and you, you give him, you do right by him too. And I think that matters in this. Um, you send him to a team he apparently wanted to play for when he was coming out of college. You're giving him a fresh start where he's going to have the opportunity to turn his career around. And in the meantime, you just kind of turn the page on a player that wasn't going to be here, wasn't going to be part of your team's plans really in the short term or the long term. So um, I understand wanting to get more out of that, but there's just not that much value out of a guy that hasn't shown anything really um, in, in terms of being a starting capable guy in this in, in this league in three years. So um it, it, it's an unfortunate end to um, what, what was once a, a very promising player, but you, you have to turn the, the page at some point, and I think the Lions are smart to do to get really anything out of it instead of just kind of stashing him on the roster for a year and, and then getting nothing from him next year. Yeah, he's just not part of the plan, and, and they move on, and it's business, and here we are now looking at 6-18, and 18 and you're back and forth, Jeremy, and all your conversations uh, with people you work with, people... Uh, who follow Pride of Detroit. Uh, where are you at on the most likely threesome of players that the Lions may be able to choose from at six, and who would be at the top of Jeremy Reisman's list if they're there at six? Man, it's it's tough. The Lions are doing, I think, a really good job this year of keeping their intentions unknown. They've, they've played the quarterback game a little bit with um, some of the things they said in the media. They obviously brought C.J. Stroud in this week for one of the top 30 visits. So they're, they're at least thinking about it. I Ultimately, I think they, they've shown too much faith in, in Jared Goff to, to really make a big move like that. But I actually kind of like that they're at least examining it. And, you know, if there's a, a franchise quarterback out there in this year's draft, they want to make sure um, there is. And if, if so, maybe, maybe they take a big swing. But I don't think that's what they're going right now. So I, I think... Man, I think the Tyree Wilson stuff is, is very interesting. Uh, Texas Tech edge defender. He, he's everything physically you want in in, in a pass rusher. Um, he just kind of has to put it all together, and, and maybe the Lions believe that their coaching staff is, is capable of doing that. Um, and, and, I mean, you, you heard Brett Hunt say himself a couple weeks ago, um, when, when you have a talented guy on the board that you're facing, it doesn't matter if you have a stacked room already. You just keep adding to that stacked room and make it no Um And I think that's something that the Lions will be open to. I know they just went as defender. I know they just cut salaries for, for guys like Carl Harris and Romeo Farr just to keep them around. I don't think that would stop them from, from adding a long-term piece like Tyree Wilson. So I think he's up there in my three. Devin Witherspoon, I, just, I can't shake myself with just that. He seems like such a perfect fit for what the Detroit Lions like to do. He's got tremendous ball skills. He's a very physical guy. I think him and, and Gary Bly, the new quarterback, so could get along perfectly. I think they were both undersized guys that, that really will thrive uh, at what they do because of kind of that nasty demeanor, and I think that's just going to endear the Lions to him. Um, and then... Personally speaking, man, I, I just I know the dealing card and stuff is a hot button issue. I know everything points to and you know his demeanor maybe not being the, the type of guy that that fits with Dan Campbell, but man, he's uh he's the kind of guy that I just think that, that would fit so perfectly for what the lines need that pass rush. Yeah, I gotta put uh Jeremy on hold. Sorry for the five minutes of static noise. Please call Jeremy back, okay? Yeah, you're going to need to call him back, Brett. 
We got to have Taft or someone look at the phone system. That's happening like every day. Man, we're getting that static noise. Try another line, will you, Brett? Thank you for the guest. I appreciate it. And we'll get Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, uh, back on with us. Our Bush Light, huge question of the day uh, that you can answer. Who's your ideal pick if they're there at number six? Question I'm asking, uh, Jeremy, and again, apologize. We can't. That uh, was just the phone system going crazy. Yeah, let's see, use the other lines uh, just until we can get that checked out. Uh, Bush Light, huge question of the day. Who's your choice if they're there at 618-866-838-4843? Yeah, Jeremy, sorry about that. We had some static interference or something. It wasn't on your end. It was on our system. Uh, I want to go back. Uh, to your thoughts on uh, 6 and 18 for the Lions, but we'll start with 6. If this player is there, it's a must-take by Holmes and Campbell. Who is that? Oof, uh, there's so many, I think, interesting options there. I, I think I think you have to start the conversation at Jalen Carter. Um, you know, I, I understand that everything that we've heard out of this guy in the past month or so doesn't scream Dan Campbell guy, and I, I totally get that. And 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 maybe maybe he is completely off the board. I, I don't really have a good sense one way or the other. But in terms of need, in terms of what this guy can provide, I don't. And, and I, people are maybe going back to the tape. And, and now that we know everything about some of the off field stuff and and the pro day, I think people are going back to the film and saying, oh, he looks lazy here. He doesn't. I, I don't see that necessarily. Um, and so I think he would provide pass rush right up the middle, which is what this team has been lacking for, for really since the Indomitian Zoo era. Um, and, and that can be just such a game changer. So it would be very hard if I was personally on the clock as the Lions GM to, to pass on someone like him. But I also look at a guy like Devin Witherspoon, the, the Illinois cornerback, and I feel like he is, like there's no questions about his personality. He's exactly what the Lions like. You look at the, the Lions' new cornerback, Coach Dre Bly, he was that undersized corner who is a very physical, very, you know, press man type of guy. That's who Devin Witherspoon is. And and that's going to endear him to the Lions coaching staff, the Lions front office. I think that physical nature of his is, is going to be great. And the Lions, I know they just invested a ton at the cornerback position, but I think there's still a long-term need because a lot of these guys aren't signed beyond this, um, this first, this first year, um, uh, in, in, in the post Jeff Okuda era. So I think those are two guys that, that I'm circling. I know Tyree Wilson is a, is a big name too. And I think, he has a lot of physical traits that I think you'd really, really like, but there's there's certainly a lot of questions about whether he can develop into um, the, the potential that he has as a, as a physical player. Um, and, and I think the Lions wouldn't shy away from, from adding an edge uh, defender because, again, that's a long-term positional need for them. And uh, and it would be nice to, to pair Aiden Hutchinson with a long-term guy on the other side and have those two kind of wreaking havoc for the next five, ten years in Detroit. I think at 18, and I know this phrase is only used uh, when talking about the NFL draft, best available, uh, that when we look at 18, unless there is a move where they could move up and throw in one of the second-round picks, and like they did last year in getting Jamison Williams, but you know, it's almost a pool of players that you look at uh, Gonzalez, where one mock draft did have the Lions trading up to 13 uh, to get Gonzalez. You got Devin Witherspoon, the corner out of Illinois, uh, Robinson, the running back, has been mentioned, which if they don't see a future for Swift, uh, that's interesting. So I'm trying to think from that group, even Hendon Hooker, a quarterback, I, I know he's high on the CBSSports.com draft list at 19, even with a knee injury. 
Uh, who is the best available in that group at if they stay at 18 that you're like, or they need to trade up to get this guy, who would be on that short list? Man, it's again, I feel like there's just so many different angles you, you could take with this. You could get a quarterback of the future, maybe if, if one's there, and, and if they like Hendon Hooker, it seems like they've met with him at least a couple times throughout the draft process. Um, I, I could understand that. Um, I, I think part of it is, is this internal debate that you have to have of a lot of people see this this year as a as a golden opportunity, right? An opportunity to compete not only for the division, but maybe something bigger this year. So do you get a guy at 18 that is going to contribute to this year and, and help you make that playoff push, that division push, that Super Bowl push? Or do you plan a little bit further out for the future and get a guy like Hendon Hooker? For me, I think the draft is always about planning for the long term. And so I know Lions fans might want someone who's going to push and, and, and help this team win right now. I don't necessarily think Brad Holmes thinks that way. That being said, if they don't go the long-term route and grab a quarterback or grab a, a position that might not be a need this year, like let's say they go offensive line. They don't necessarily need an offensive lineman this year, but I really like the value of someone like Darnell Wright, the offensive tackle out of Tennessee, who can also kick in and play guard. He's a guy that's really, uh, I would say, climbing up draft boards and, and, and could be a good value there at 18. But if you want more of a high-impact now guy, I like Kalijah Kansi, and, and it's not just because I think he's an Aaron Donald clone. I think, again, it's all about that interior pass rush that the Lions have been missing for, for quite some time, and I think I think he's just a phenomenal player, honestly. Um, the undersized stuff is what it is. Maybe he isn't a, a, a great run defender right away, but just because you're small doesn't mean you're a, a bad run defender. Yeah, you can get pushed around a little bit, but he's a guy that is so – his first step is so twitchy that – People will just flat out miss on that guy, and 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 that's that's disruption in the past in the run game, I should say. Um, otherwise, yeah, I think cornerback is probably good value here if your Devon Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez's are gone. Uh, I think Joey Porter is a really talented, talented player. Deontay Banks is another guy I would definitely take at, at eighteen, and then lines will probably hate it. But I think tight end is also an option here. Um, it, it's not top ten, so maybe it's a little bit more um, digestible for Lions fans. But I, you know. I, I think there's a, a possible chance that none, no tight ends are picking before 18. So whether you like Darnell Washington, a, a strong blocking tight end that also has got kind of surprisingly good hands, Michael Mayer or Dalton Kincaid, any of those guys I think would make a lot of sense for the Lions at 18. Jalen Carter, the four mock drafts at CBSSports.com that I looked at earlier today, Jeremy and Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions Insider, follow him on Twitter online. Three of the four mock drafts had the Lions taking Jalen Carter at number six. And the question yeah. will be on the character checkpoint list with Campbell and Holmes, if he meets it and he's there at six, and I'll let Holmes and Campbell uh, decide that, that would be a heck of a steal at pick six if you get Jalen Carter on that line with Hutchinson yeah. and it fills that role you were just talking about with the need for that interior pass rush. Yeah, it, to me, it's the ideal pick. And, and yes, you have to clear all the, the character stuff, and I'm not capable of doing that. I don't know Jalen Carter as a person. I don't know what happened on that table night. I don't know what the deal is with his pro day was. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely with you. If he passes the character check, which is important. Like, we don't – I can't just push that inside and say, I don't care about the character. He's a good player. That's obviously That obviously means a lot to the Lions. They, and, and it's not just his character off the field. I think it's that football character, and that's why – I think that the pro day stuff is the thing that he really is going to have to explain 
the team's asking about is what went wrong on that pro day. Why were you out of shape? Why were you nine pounds heavier? Why were you gassed at the end of that thing? And if he, if he has a good answer for that, and you know his his inner circle can can vouch for him as a guy who puts in the work day in day out. He's the ideal ticket six. I don't think there's any question about that um, because he's such a good both run defender and pass rusher. Just an absolute mauler. That I mean, the straightest way to a quarterback is right up the middle, right there. And if he can be part of that defensive line that that is almost as stacked as, as George's was in his whole college career, then yeah, I think the Lions will have a home run on their hands at six overall. I agree. Again, that's Campbell and Holmes and the trust that. Yeah, I know I do a statewide sports show, Jeremy. I'm, I'm in the media, uh, but I, I can't tell you the respect I have for Holmes and that entire front office and Sheila Hamp and what they're doing and Campbell and the way he's maturing as a head coach and how he matured from year one to year two and even inside year two after another horrible start in that eight and two finish, what they're saying, how they're doing it, the culture they're building, uh, the transparency uh, that they're providing to the media, to the fans, uh, to the season ticket holders. It's really exciting, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, folks, you can follow Jeremy as one of the better Twitter accounts. Uh, what's the Twitter handle again? At Detroit Online, all one word. At Detroit Online. Because yeah, everyone says, how come you don't re- memorize everybody's Twitter handles? Really? <laughs> okay. How many people are on Twitter? 600 billion? <laughs> no, no. I don't take it personally. I probably don't know. How no, I like people to say it because I'll I'll give the wrong like hyphen dash or so. Next thing you know, they're going to like some dog show in Tijuana. Whoa, wait a minute! Can't watch that. All right, we love you, Jeremy. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, back at you, Jeremy Reisman. I love him. I love all of our insiders now. Rizzy when he's in the hizzy. His conversation with Anthony Bellino from Exes and Bros which is the Michigan Sports Network's morning show. You can hear it weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, our flagship station. He talked to Risden about the Akuta trade. The Lions draft will hear from Rizzy and the Hizzy with A.B. from X's and Bros. That's coming up within the hour. Next segment, Michael O'Hara, DetroitLions.com with a NFL draft update from Allen Park. And our Bush Light, huge question of the day that you can answer Who's your ideal pick if they're there at six in the first round for the Lions? You can answer at 1 866 838 That's 1 866 838 That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. I also have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now they're an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and it's NBA playoffs time. So here's what you need to do. And this is for new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up. They then can make a $5 pregame money line playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Plus, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can score a no-sweat same-game parley every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA playoff game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers who do that can make that $5 pregame NBA Playoff money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE. 
when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Mike O'Hara. From DetroitLions.com on the draft. He'll join us next from Allen Park. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder, Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, Blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Bushlight, huge question of the day. If this guy is there at six in the first round for the Lions, who's the ideal pick that makes you a happy Lions fan? You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Seeing that we're almost halfway through April, let's go to Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist, insider when it comes to Lions in the National Football League. And, you know, outside of solidifying a veteran quarterback who's won as a backup, it's been a near-perfect offseason for the Lions. And now we're looking ahead, Michael, to 6-18. and 18. And what are you hearing out of Allen Park? Well, I think one thing is when you talk about getting the backup quarterback, you keep hearing the name of Teddy Bridgewater, and that might you know come to fruition or be settled. I love that. If that happens, that is exactly the type of backup they need. I mean, look at his record. You know, he's a natural leader. He really is. What's really hampered him throughout his career is injury start. You know, with that ghastly knee injury, I think the second year in the National Football League. After you know, had a terrific rookie year with the Minnesota Vikings. He'd been drafted in the first round, and I don't think he's quite been the same player since, but he's been with five teams, in, I think, in the last six years. And just, like I said, just a quality leader. Uh, people love the guy. They really do. More than love him, they respect him, respect him for the way he produces, he produces, the way he prepares, and all of that. Exactly what you're looking for in a backup quarterback who actually can step in and play for you, too. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater would be the guy that I've been talking about, even going back to uh, training camp last summer. So I trust him. I, I like everything that uh, Holmes, the front office, Sheila Hamp, uh, Campbell, the coaches are doing. I know, Mike, you've been around the Lions a long time, that even when there was Barry, there was drama with, you know, who's the head coach or with Wayne or were they underachieving? They, why aren't they, you know, getting to a Super Bowl? You had ownership. You had a front office. I, stability. I, I, top to bottom, I've never seen it like I'm seeing it now with the Lions. Oh, I think I still think they've got a ways to go to match you know, the, the 1990s, which really started in '89. But you know, Wayne was the head coach for I think for eight years, and look, they had a roster full of Pro Bowl, Pro Bowlers, All Pros, all of that. They just couldn't quite, you know, they got believe me, they got to the hump and beyond, but they couldn't close the deal because they didn't have they didn't have the quarterback to do it. I mean, even back in those days, which they seem like so long ago. You had to have a quarterback to do it in most cases, and the Lions didn't. That was the one area where they came up short. Yeah, I'm not saying they're at the talent level, but I'm talking the organization from ownership to the front office led by Holmes to the coaching staff. I've never been more comfortable than I am right now with the Lions. Well, I agree with you on that regard because it, 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 it's such a different, it's such a change from from what what. You know, Dan and, and 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 Brad inherited the whole atmosphere is different, and it changed. I snap my fingers, you know, just like that. It really did. They had a plan, they had a vision of what they wanted, and they were going to stick to it. Now they're not. Well, there's some things you have to change and all that, but they really have really followed through on on everything they they said they wanted to do. Look, the work, the job's not finished. And all in all, they still were nine and eight last season. But that eight and two finish really, I think, revealed more of what they are than what the way, what they were when they started the season. All right. So the question I'm asking the audience: If this guy is there at six in the first round, 
of the NFL draft in Kansas City later this month. It's a must-take by the Lions. Who would that be, Michael? A must-take? I'd say Will Andrews. Will Anderson, I'm sorry. Will Anderson, the pass rusher, edge rusher from Alabama. I think he would uh, just just level out what they've been trying to do on defense, what they've been trying to put together on defense so they can do what they want. And I think Will, and- Will Anderson, look, you look at his statistics, and they're just absolutely stunning what he's, what he's done for three years down in Alabama. So to me, that would be that would be their, their dream pick and really make you know quite a reality for them. But look, there's some hurdles to get through. Uh, he's, where he, where it stands right now, he's you know in a slot to go third overall to the Arizona Cardinals. Can the Lions make a deal? Can the Cardinals go in another direction? Can a lot of things fall in place for him to be there at six? I doubt that. So to me, if they're going to get it, if they're going to get him. It's going to be via trade, and I don't know if they want to give up that, you know, that, that many picks or whatever it would take to get them. And that'll be, you know, these are draft day scenarios. Nobody saw the Jamison Williams move up coming no. last year. We never discussed that at all. Uh, right. One thing, though, and I've written this a couple of times, I, you know, the Lions, like you said, they have the 6th and 18th picks. I will be surprised if they're still there at 18, if they haven't made some sort of deal either to move back or move up. And I think if you look at Brad Holmes in the two years he's been here, I think his inclination is, is more to move up, you know, to, 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 to get quality than to move back to get quantity. Now, you can move back and get quantity. You can do that. You can do that and get quality quantity, but I think he'd be more inclined to go up to get a player he wants. I agree. Uh, I think you could, you know, throw a second. You know, you got the fifth round for Akuda, which we'll talk about in a moment. You have options. Uh, the one thing that Holmes has always presented, including the options he created when he traded Stafford, nobody saw that coming, uh, that, you know, they're not tied. If they can get one great player who can help them win, if they have to trade up to three to get Anderson – and you pair him up with Hutch for the foreseeable future in Detroit, they'll do that. I would agree with that, yeah, absolutely. But uh, that's, look, it's, you know, it's easy for us to, to put together deals because what we're doing is, you and I, and this is, look, I'm as guilty of this as anybody, is we're making deals for both sides. You know, what the Cardinals will take and what the Lions can give. And it really doesn't work that way in reality in a National Football League. But, uh, but I agree with you. If they could get you know, a guy on either side, you know, a pass rusher coming, one from the left, one from the right, or wherever. It certainly would make this make an impact on this defense. Yeah, and I th- and they get Teddy Bridgewater as you discussed to start this conversation. If that deal ever could happen, man, and and you scored a Anderson or if Carter uh, checks the boxes on their culture uh, test for Campbell and Holmes, uh, the Lions are already in my mind in that top five group going in. Uh, to this season, and if they get impact players in this draft, especially uh, there at six or if they move up, that only helps them uh, win the oh. NFC North or helps them uh, towards a battle for home playoff games. Well, that to, to me, what, what would be a successful season for the Detroit Lions, there are a lot of things that go into it, but it starts with one thing, and that's a home playoff game at Ford Field. They should have had one in 2013, it was, when they started 6-3 and three and won one more game the rest of the way. Uh, in a division that was won by the Green Bay Packers with a record of 8-7-1. and one. The Lions sitting home at 7-9 and nine after starting 6-3. and three. To me, that was the worst collapse. I've been covering the Detroit Lions a long time, and that... In my tenure of covering the Lions, that's the worst, cla- worst collapse, the most disappointing finish of any team they've had. 
Michael Harry, DetroitLions.com, senior columnist insider, along with Tim Twentyman. They do a great job. You need any Lions information, DetroitLions.com. Michael, thank you for the update, and we'll talk when we get closer to the draft. Two weeks away, huge. Yeah, hard to believe. Yeah, two weeks from tonight. Thank you, Michael O'Hara, uh, joining us from Detroit, a listener on the roar. If you're in the Motor City, 93.5 FM, 99.1 FM, and 94.7 FM, HD Channel 2. Motor City's Sports Radio Roar. There you go, and thank you to the Roar and the people in Detroit for the love they've shown the show. Bushlight, huge question of the day. You heard Michael answer it. If he's there at six, who's the ideal pick for the Lions in that first round? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. The Mercantile Bank team, you can trust and depend on them at all locations. And that's more important than ever before. Thank you to Mercantile Bank for their partnership with The Huge Show. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. The one-two. Right side, there it is! Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore? Knives. Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more. And especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18-hole at St. Ives, and they can accommodate any group, whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration. That includes a little business, golf, great food, and beverages. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're located in Canadian Lakes, 
Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Get more info at TullymoreGolf.com. It's vacation time, so you have alerted your post office, dropped the dog off at the kennel, and set the timer for the lights in your house. But did you call the police? Many of Michigan's police departments will check on your house regularly while you are away. Contact your local police department to see if this program is available in your area. Just one more service that Michigan's police officers provide every single day. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also there, you can listen to our free online stream anywhere you're traveling to or where you're going on work at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen wherever you get mobile service in America. Do have a reminder from my good friends at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills, your home for the $6.99 Steakhouse Burger Basket with Fries. A huge Steakhouse Burger with Fries, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. at all brands' locations except for Tommy Brands on South Division in Wyoming, all of the locations. $6.99 Steakhouse Burger Basket with Fries, Monday through Friday for lunch, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. You'll find a Brands in Bay City if you listen on 100.9 FM, Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard, west side of GR, just off of 131, and the Brands Steakhouse and Grill in Cascade, just east of GR. And if you can't make it out to watch your favorite team play at your local brands or for lunch, you can order up for takeout or delivery. Just go to brands.com. That is brands.com. And Johnny Brand Sr. wants to remind all who support law enforcement to like Voice for the Badge on Facebook and also follow them on Twitter if you support law enforcement like we do here on The Huge Show. Just like Voice for the Badge on Facebook and also Voice for the Badge on Twitter. Now, if you miss any interview with the show, any huge opinion, uh, they're all free on our podcast. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanGarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Garter. 
What's up, Michigan? It's hour number three on a Thursday broadcast being heard statewide on 19 radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can also listen to our free online stream weekdays at three. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show to listen live anywhere in America where you get mobile service. So on today's show, we've had a lot of conversation about the Lions about their deals, about the upcoming draft, and where this team is going. And earlier this morning on the Michigan Sports Network's morning show, X's and Bros, Anthony Bellino talked to one of our insiders, Jeff Risden, about the Akuta trade, the Lions, their offseason, and also who will they be selecting at 6-18 and 18 in the first round. Speaking of the draft, they acquired another draft pick, a fifth rounder in the upcoming NFL draft from Atlanta in exchange for cornerback Jeff Okuda. This news comes across. What do you see? What do you make of the deal? How do you think the Lions fared? Albeit, we have no idea who is going to be that fifth round selection. Yeah, and, and I don't think that you can make the, the fifth round selection as a straight, you know, apples to apples replacement for Jeff Okuda. I think they have other things in mind. I think they're going to take his replacement long before that, uh, perhaps even with their first pick at number six overall. Uh, for Okuda, I like it for him. He needed to get out of Detroit. I, it was clear that he wasn't in the long term plans. Uh, just the way that, you know, they, they signed all these guys this offseason. Uh, granted, there's not much of a commitment to any of them but Cam Sutton, but uh, it was clearly that they weren't going to pick up his fifth-year option. He was going to be playing out for his next contract, which was going to be somewhere else. The Lions nipped nip that in the bud and, and preemptively traded him away. Um, it's less compensation than I would have liked, but uh, there was a $5 million salary that, that was hanging over it, and, and the Atlanta Falcons were going to have to pay that. Now, it turns out the Lions are paying some of that salary when that, that – Quite frankly, that bothers me a little bit, but that might have been a precondition for getting the trade done. Uh, it was, and, and that value, it also shows you where his perception is around the league. You know, the league doesn't care that the Lions took him third overall. They care if he can play now. And has he shown that he can play now? Nah, maybe, not really. Certainly not, not stay healthy. And uh, I think that's, you know, as sad as it is to say, that, that, that was probably the fair market value for, for what Jeff Okuda is to the NFL right now. I tried to bring this up and, and, and tried to give the folks some perspective here. Uh, when, because it, for a majority of Jeff Okuda's tenure in Detroit, I was being yelled at because he was overdrafted at third overall. He was a bust. He's this, that, and the third. It's like, well, the guy's not on the field. So until he gets on the field and gives us a full season, I don't know what to tell you, but I was willing to be patient with him. Now that he gets traded, Jeff, uh, they're yelling at me because he got traded for a fifth round pick. And I'm like, what do you people want? Like, was he a bust or was he not a bust? Cause if he's a bust and you're going to let him walk anyways, you might as well get something for him. And you get pick 159, which is 10 slots better uh, than what uh, Stefan Gilmore went for. So I think all in all, you'll look Look at some of the great fifth rounders. Um, it, it's not like the it's you know bereft of talent or, or anything like that. And I think we put our trust if the pick stays where it's at. Now, if they package this and move around, then it's absolutely worth it. But if the pick stays where it's at, then we have to even wait even longer to see who is selected and what their impact might be on this team. Yeah, absolutely. And just to go back to the trade value thing, you know, you can't keep screaming, this guy sucks, he's awful, he's a bust, and then get upset when he's traded for relative peanuts. Like, you understand that you're talking about both sides of your mouth or other orifices of your body at that point. Like you got to be consistent about it. Like you can't, uh, that just frustrates me about fans. I, I, I'm with you on that one, but yeah, the uh, fifth round pick, it, it's, it's, a, 
Last year, they did a pretty good job in the late rounds, and I think that they will be mining those those things again. They're going to have a chance to get a player who probably is going to contribute only on special teams as a, as a rookie. Uh, just in that point of the draft, and, and this is something, and, and this is something that we've talked about uh, on the Detroit Lions podcast. Is you've got to be prepared. Anybody who's drafted this year, even the number six pick, they might not start this year, and that's that's a good thing. That's a reflection on where this team is at. They don't need immediate impact talent. They're a good football team right now, especially the way they finished last year. They could probably use another starting defensive tackle. That's probably not going to come at number six. They can use an outside cornerback if Emmanuel Mosley isn't healthy. But if he's healthy, they're good there. Uh, they, they could maybe use an upgraded tight end, but they're certainly not using one of their first couple picks on that. Like, there's not a lot of open starting spots on this roster. This is a this is a draft where you're looking more long term. You're drafting for 2024, 2025, and beyond. And uh, I, I think that, that that's, that's the mindset that you have to go into this draft with. And that, that fifth-round pick that they picked up, look, that pick was already traded once. Uh, the Jaguars traded that to Atlanta for Calvin Ridley. Uh, I think you're going to see maybe it get packaged again. Uh, and the Lions could, could trade it somewhere else and get a, you know, combine a fifth and a sixth to move up in, in the fifth or late into the fourth or something like that. I actually thought that's what was going to happen with Jeff Okuda. He was going to be like a deal pot sweetener. They just got out ahead of in front of it, but they could use the pick that they got from him for the same purpose and move up, you know, fifteen to twenty spots in the draft somewhere. I, I think that's that's probably the most likely thing. There are not that many open roster spots on this roster. They have nine picks now. I dare you to find nine players that are on the fifty-three man roster right now that aren't good enough to come back. Uh, it's 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 a very interesting spot to be in. It's a very different spot than what we've been used to in Detroit for a long time, and it's going to take. Some fans longer than others. It's going to take a change in mindset to understand that you're not living for your draft picks, your first four draft picks. They don't have to start right away. They might not play a lot right away. That's going to be weird, uh, but that's that's the point of having a good football team. Is you don't have to keep replacing these guys over and over and over again um, and start Amari Spivay at, at safety, even though he, he, is, he can't play at all. Like, you don't have to risk that. And I, I like that, but it is going to take some some fan accommodation to get used to that. And for the fans, I mean, we do have now two fifth-rounders and two sixth-rounders. So you talk about maybe packaging to move up a little bit. Uh, we do have, you know, two firsts, two seconds, a third, two fifths, and a, and two sixths. So that's where, the, uh, that's where the cupboard is not bare. Jeff, I, I've talked a little bit about this in regards to Okuda and having faith in Brad Holmes. One, one of which because you know the la- the latter rounds of last year, most notably James Houston and Malcolm Rodriguez, come in and are impactful players uh, right off the as soon as they become available. Obviously, Houston uh, took some time to get all the way healthy, uh, but then once he was in, it's like wow, the, this guy does one thing. He does one thing really, really well. We'll worry about the rest of it, but he can get to the quarterback. He's got great bend, right? That's what we like to say now. Bend. I mean, oh, yeah. runs around, he runs around the edge with his shoulder pads on the ground. It's incredible. I couldn't do that right now. My whole body would be, they'd have to gurney me off the field. But I use that, and then I also pair that with Jamal Williams. And here's a guy who's a fan favorite, who I feel like in years past, fans really love him. Maybe we re-sign him. Maybe we give him a little bit more because of what he did for this team and the shift in the culture and how important he was. But then I look at Brad Holmes, and I look at Brad Holmes and say, 
All of that considered, he still moved on. He got better at that position. He got younger at that position. And with David Montgomery, a much better offensive line, we should see a huge uptick in his production. Like I, I, I say all of that to say this. We finally have adults in the room who I think our fan base can legitimately trust with their organization in their hands. Absolutely. And, and you know, the Jamal Williams thing, based on what Brad said at the owners' meetings, they offered Jamal the deal that David Montgomery took. Jamal's agent balked at it, thought he could get more, and got burned. Uh, Jamal Williams needs himself a new agent. Uh, that, that was not a Lions issue. That was a Jamal agent issue. Uh, he could have been back if he wanted to be um, for the exact deal that they signed uh, <laughs> David Montgomery for. And you're right. Montgomery is a better all-around player. Um, probably not as good in short yardage situations. Few are. But they got younger, and they didn't get more expensive. I, I like that. There's, there's so many competent things that they're doing that it actually like raises little flags when they do. Like They extended Jack Fox, or they, they restructured his, the punter's contract. Like, why do you do that? Like that, that that's, a, that's something that like if, if Bob Quinn or, God forbid, Tom Lawan before him would have done something like that, you would have been like, what are they doing? But now it's just sort of like water off a duck's back, man. You're like, okay, they got a plan here. Let, let, let's, see, let's see what they do with this, this extra money because they've, you know, they've pushed a lot of money on the punter. Like, they do weird things, but it seems that they have a, a focus for it and that, that we are going to trust what they're doing because what they've done, by and large, is working very, very well. And uh, that's, again, it takes a fan sea change shift of attitude to accept the fact that maybe, by God, we hired the right people for once because it's been a very long time since we've seen that in Detroit in, in really any sport. <laughs> Yeah, no, no doubt, man. And, you know, you talk about the punter. It's like, yeah, we, we signed the punter, the highest paid punter in the league. And then all of a sudden we don't even punt fourth and 12 from our own 26. We're not even punting. We're going for it. Like, all right, I guess, you know, whatever. Hold on to your butts. So uh, let's get into the draft a little bit. If the Lions have no movement whatsoever, let's just say they stay put because that's the easiest way to do this. They stay put yeah. at six and at 18. On your grocery list of who Jeff Risden wants the most at 6-18, and 18, and let's say they're available, who would you take? Uh, at 6, I'm taking Will Anderson. Uh, and I do think that there is a chance that he's on the board. Although um, a recent developments with what's going on at number 1 and number 2 probably wipe that away because I think, I think Bryce Young's going number 1 and I think Will Anderson's going number 2 to Houston. Uh, and I wrote about that ye- yesterday at DraftWire if you want to see the ramifications for it and why it goes to the uh, – what happens with the Lions on it. Willie Anderson would be great. I would be perfectly happy with Devon Witherspoon. I think he is a an absolute ideal fit for what Aaron Glenn wants in his defensive backs and the type of player that, that Dan Campbell is going to love. Uh, and for the people that think he's too small, he is literally the exact same size as Darrell Rebus, like to the pound, to the ounce, and to the half inch. He's 5'11 and a half, 184 pounds. Uh, don't tell me it can't be done. Uh, there's people, again, Lions fans stress about the weirdest things. Like, if he was half an inch taller, you'd be like, oh, he's a great prospect. But because he's, he's 5'11 and a half and not six feet, y'all are freaking out. Y'all got to get a grip on these things. Like, it's, it's really not that huge of a deal. Uh, as long as you can play. The, the important part is, can he play football? Yes, he can. If you watch what he did against Michigan last year, you know he can play uh, and play very well in the exact style that the Lions want. So that, that would be my choices at six. 
uh, 18 to get down there. Um, if they take a pass rusher, Deontay Banks out of uh, Maryland is a cornerback. He's like he's like uh, the up and coming version of Devon Willis, but he doesn't have as much experience. But he does have the length. He does have the uh, the measurables that that portend greatness. And I will tell you, standing in front of his interview podium. Uh, down in Indianapolis at the Combine, that's a Dan Campbell. That's a guy that has grit, like, tattooed on his forehead. Uh, so he would be great. Um, that 18 spot is a tough one. Uh, offensive line makes a lot of sense, especially, you know, like we talked about, they're, they're, they are looking for the future. That's a weird spot for offensive line, though, because a lot of the good guys are going to be gone. Like, I, I know there's a lot of people that like Darnell right out of Tennessee. I do, too. I think he's going number nine to Chicago, and I don't think he's going to last to 18. So there's... That that range, I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm praying that they trade back. Honestly, if they can do something there, uh, it's too early for a quarterback, even Hendon Hooker, who I do happen to like. Uh, that that's too early for him in in my book for a guy that's you know 25 and not going to be able to play or practice until he's on the JMO schedule from last year. You know where you don't see him until Thanksgiving. Um, I'd rather not spend another first round pick on that, um, even even with the, the long term focus, just because he is that much older and. There are some questions about his college offense, too. But, yeah, I, 18, I, I'm a pretty open book. But six, I, give me Will Anderson or give me Devon Witherspoon. Maybe. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to stick with those two. Now, if at 18, Bijan's still there, do you take him? <laughs> Come on. Let's just let fantasy land for a second. Uh, you know, people are like, oh, I can't believe you. You of all people running backs. Because I know. Dime a dozen. I get it. You know, shelf life's not very good. I understand that, too. I also understand guys like Adrian Peterson exist. Christian McCaffrey exists. What is Bijan? Could we get him if he's there at 18? Would you Would you pull the trigger? So, so what you're asking is, is the extra 10 to 15 yards a game over the top of what David Montgomery produces worth that much to bring in Bajan Robinson? I think it might be. Um, but I will say this. This is a ridiculously deep running back class. Jameer Gibbs would have been the number one back in every other draft since Saquon Barkley. He's that good. Uh, Zach Charbonnet from UCLA, formerly from Michigan, is a really high-end prospect. Doesn't have breakaway speed, but he does everything else exceptionally well. There, Ty J. Spears out of Tulane. Like there are so many great running back prospects in this draft that you know, if Bajan was was you know an isolated incident, if he was like that freakish um, of a talent above everybody else. I would do it, but because you can get guys later that are going to be really close to just as good, in my opinion, anyways, I I can't do it. But he's he's tough to pass up, man. He is really really good. Uh, I, I will say this: in watching his tape, I'm old enough to remember Eric Dickerson. He reminds me of Eric Dickerson, and I, I lived in Indianapolis when Eric Dickerson was with the Colts. That was a very fun time, and he made a really bad overall football team watchable and tolerable because of his skills, and I, I think Bajan can be that kind of guy, but I don't know, man. That, 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 that's a really tough sell because of how good the other guys are in this class, not any reflection negatively on, on Bajan. Oh, and all right. Do you see, or is there a way that the Lions could do something like what Miami did with Philadelphia, where you could move back from six and, and drop a few spots in that first round, maybe have to you know supplement that with one of the fifth rounders in order to move back in the first and acquire a first for next year? Yeah, absolutely, and I think that they're going to consider doing that. If if you get a chance to uh, to slide back a few spots and, and punt your second first round pick the next year, do it. 
Uh, it's a good idea because next year you're going to know whether you need a quarterback or not. Right? This year they don't need a quarterback. Jared Goff, he's perfectly fine. If Goff continues to be fine, then you don't need a quarterback next year, and you've got more team building, you know, fodder in the cannon. Um, if you do need one, you've got more cannon fodder to shoot up the draft board and, and maybe get a guy like Drake May or Caleb Williams or uh, whoever the flavor of the month will be next year. Uh, that, I, I like that idea a lot, and quite frankly, I hope that Brad Holmes likes that too. Uh, see, look at us. Uh, look at us. Me and you, Jeff. They're like two peas in a pod, like peanut butter and jelly. He's Jeff Risden. Find him on Twitter at Jeff Risden. Find him here on the Michigan Sports Network all over the place. Read his work at the Draft Wire. Jeff, as always, my friend, thank you so much for your time this morning, partner. We greatly appreciate it. Have a wonderful weekend, my friend. My pleasure. Make it a great day, guys. Thanks. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. In the hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. No one feels sorry for you in sports. Everyone knew how challenging the Tiger schedule was when it was first released. They're in the midst of a 31 31- one game stretch of facing teams that finished 500 or better in 2022. Tonight is the last game of the series in Toronto, a team that brings as much thump to their lineup as any team in the sport. They want a title. When the Giants come to Comerica this weekend, they want to show the NL West is not just the Dodgers and Padres. And then the Guardians come calling, and they always love beating up on their division rivals. Time to stop respecting the daunting opponents and start forcing them to take notice of what we hope will be an upcoming team in the AL Central. The Tigers need to start turning things around, and it needs to start quickly. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter. And whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues uniforms to stadiums. Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
We'll talk about the Lions NFL draft here at the end of the month. Lomas Brown, former Lion, doing a stellar job at Dan Miller. And the crew on the Lions Radio Network, Lions are emerging as one of the top teams in the NFC. They get picked 6 and 18. And Lomas, the big question is, will they trade up maybe to ensure they get Will Anderson? Will they trade back if he's gone early? I'm talking about their first pick at 6. What are your thoughts and what are you hearing? I haven't heard anything huge other than us staying there at the 6th spot. I haven't heard moving up. I have heard some grumblings of maybe moving down, but I haven't heard of moving up. But I, I think six is a you know a great position to get a great player. I think the first four uh, probably be quarterbacks some way somehow, and then I think you got a pick of a lot of great players um, that you should be able to choose for. Hopefully, including Jalen Carter in that group and whatnot and whatnot. So. Hopefully, you know, the Lions, and they know they know a lot better than we do huge, but, you know, I think six is a great spot to pick at. Um, and six and 18, I think we should be able to get some impact players to come in and help us right away. Could you imagine Will Anderson Jr. and Hutch, oh, the anchors God. of the defensive line for years to come? My Lord. Oh, don't forget Houston coming off the edge, too, man. Every time you talk about that D-line, you have to talk about that young fella and what he was able to do, James Houston, what he was able to do for the Lions being a rookie, you know, and an unknown player. But everybody knows about him right now. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the latest from Chris Trapasso at CBSSports.com. Bryce Young won. Uh, to the Panthers, who made that trade with the Bears. C.J. Stroud, two to the Texans. Will Levis, three to the Colts. Uh, Tyree Wilson goes four to the Cardinals. Anthony Richardson's stock has dropped a little bit. Then they have Will Anderson going to Seattle at five, and Jalen Carter at six out of Georgia, who prior to the auto accident speeding uh, issue was projected to be the overall number one pick. So if the Lions, through their due diligence, their one-on-one interviews, uh, breaking Jalen Carter down, if they feel uh, he can get past that and he's a culture guy that fits their system, that could be a steal at six. That's why I say huge. We sitting there at six. I think something's going to happen. Even just like you mentioned with the Anthony Richardson, because I've been hearing Seattle may take him. Now you're saying that they may take somebody else. So you just never know how that's going to work out. But I think we're going to be able to get an impact, impact player. And I wouldn't be afraid if it's Jalen Carter. I mean, again, like you say, this guy was ranked high. You know, like they were saying the probably the number one guy in this draft board. And if we could get him, get a guy like that, you could just look at the not not just the immediate side of that guy, but just look at the long-term impact, him and, like you say, Aiden Hutchinson, Houston, you know, O'Core, just, just all the guys that we would have that you would be rotating through, uh, Josh Paschal. So, and hopefully you get a healthy Levi Anzurike. So it, 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 it could be great for the Lions. And I think you just have to keep adding depth, particularly with your interior line. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network joining us on the Roast Umber guest line. 
here on the huge show across Michigan talking about the Lions. Yeah, and an 18, again, uh, it, it's really a deep draft. They could get that corner. They could uh, get a D lineman. Uh, they could get a safety. There's so much out there. Could take a running back. You know, Robinson's name's been mentioned out there. So uh, I, mean, I, I, I will tell you, Lomas, and I think we talked, you know, three weeks ago or something. Uh, I've never been this comfortable with the Lions front office, coaching staff, and the direction they're going in. And now throw in the bonus pick from the Rams at six with 18 in the first round and two second rounders. And what the offseason has already brought them, the Lions are a legit contender for the NFC Championship this upcoming season. Yeah, and the thing for me, Hugh, is that, you know, yeah, you get what you need at number six, but just think about it. You know, 18, that's a that's a luxury pick right there. So you could basically take the best player available right there. And how many times have we been able to say that going into a Lions draft that they could basically take the best player that's there? They don't have to take – they don't have a lot of needs. Yeah, you, you want to still – like I said, you always want to increase your depth. And, and and especially with your interior alignment, O and D alignment, but just to be able to be in the position they are in, especially after the strong free agent all season that we've had so far this year, we're in a stronger position. So it, it's not it's, it hasn't been a lot of times that we've been able to say that going into a draft about the Lions, and I, I just think Brad and them they they pretty much have the pick of the litter when you talk about, and there's a lot of guys that we haven't talked about that can be guys that can come in and make an impact. So I know they're just happy that the position that they're in right now, and they should show up, like, say, the end of this month when they do choose um, in the NFL draft. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network on the Roast Umber guest line here on the huge show uh, across Michigan. Yeah, what's missing? I, again, with what they'll get from the draft, and a lot of that is hit or miss. It's just the way it is uh, with college guys coming in. But from what you watched last year with what they picked up through free agency, that last game uh, was your measuring stick when they knocked and kept Rodgers and the Packers from the playoffs by winning at Lambeau on Sunday Night Football. What's still missing from the Lions becoming maybe the best Lions team anybody's ever seen? Yeah, I, I just think huge. What they have to do is just dominate at home. You got to take a, take advantage of your home field advantage, and that's what they just have to do. And that's and and, and look, I think this year maybe nine games will be at home. You think about that. If you win all your home games, then you can split on the road, and you still know you're getting in. You know what I'm saying? So. Winning your home game, and that was, I know that was one thing that Wayne used to preach to us the most, was taking care of business, taking care of your home field advantage, taking care of the fans that come there every Sunday to root for you. You know, so winning your home games, that's how we would look at things. So to me, becoming a dominant team at home to where you don't want people to have come in here, and this is a true true home field advantage like we know it can be with the fans here, I think to me that'll help the Lions get over that hump. Jared Goff, uh, his backup, that, you know, the one thing that's missing, uh, and and I hope those reports, if they were true about Bridgewater, but who knows, you know, you're a play away 
from having a team ready to be a playoff contender, but you don't have that backup QB yet. I assume they're kind of waiting to see how this draft shakes out, who gets quarterbacks, what veterans get you know, sent packing because now a roster spot is taken uh, by a quarterback drafted by NFL teams. Your thoughts on the Lions' backup QB? Yeah, I mean, I know they brought Nate Sudfeld back, but again, you have to have a quality QB, somebody that's been in there, somebody that's been through the wars, somebody that's started seasons, you know, not the guys that just started spot games. Because, again, it's hard for a defense to get ready for you when you do spot games. When you get in there and you're in there for a prolonged time, that's when defenses can gear up for you. That's when they can scheme for you. That's when they find your weaknesses and try to exploit them. So I think it's just important to get a quality, quality backup guy that, and, maybe, and some, maybe somebody that has a little playoff experience. But you want to have that experienced guy just in case the unthinkable happens and you lose your starting quarterback. You don't want to have to tank the season. Remember, you, 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 this is you're thinking for 53 guys. It's not just the one guy, even though we know the one guy is the most important guy on that team, but he has a livelihood of 53 other guys out there, 52 other guys. You know, so you have to be thinking in terms of that. What's better for the betterment of the team? What's better for the long term of the team? And you have to have a quality backup quarterback just in case, because we know the NFL used one and one, and that could be it. I mean, you know, that's just how fast it happens in the NFL. So you just have to be ready for the unthinkable and the unknown. Lois Brown from the Lions Radio Network here on the huge show across Michigan. My man, always appreciate your time. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Huge. Take care of yourself, my good man. Yeah, I think he was sneezing like some pollen or something in there. First, I thought he fell. So I wanted to cover the time, kind of being like I was his, I had his back when he got pancaked right on the line. Lomas Brown for the Lions Radio Network talking uh, Lions in the upcoming draft. On the roast umber guest line. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Hey, Michigan. 
Let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to the huge show.net. A good friend joining me in studio, Whitney Bell, defensive coordinator for the highly touted Caledonia Fighting Scots. Football program just south of Grand Rapids for our listeners on 96.1 The Game. Whitney also teams up uh, with former athletes, uh, with college coaches, and he does training. And also he has a huge combine coming up on May 6th out in Allendale at Grand Valley. And Whitney joins us in studio. How you doing, my friend? Doing well on yourself, Bill? I'm doing good, bud. All right, so let's talk about this combine. For a parent, a coach listening, a kid uh, who may be a freshman, sophomore, junior to be, uh, senior to be in high school? Uh, describe what's happening May sixth out in Allentale. Yeah, so at, at two o'clock we're we're going to start the orientation. What we're going to have right now is we have laser time forties going on. We're doing a, if you ever looked at an NFL combine or watched it, it's going to be very similar platform. So we're going to have a forty testing. We're going to do pro agilities, L cones. Height and weight, broad jumps, and then after we get done with all the testing, we're going to break off an individual drill so they can they can kind of showcase off what they do, not just running, but from a football standpoint to all the colleges that are going to be there. And, and the great thing is, during that time, all the parents will be in an hour seminar with Dan Fedrosi at Aaron's and going over the importance of recruiting with social media, I think is a is a really big deal moving forward with the changing of the social media platform for kids. So, Whitney, uh, the combine is May 6th out at the indoor facility at Grand Valley State uh, University. It's open to what ages, what grades to be? Uh, incoming freshmen all the way up to incoming seniors. So, and the college coaches, the biggest part compared to other combines you read and hear about is that college coaches... Uh, you have a long list of coaches who will be at this May 6th combine in Allendale, uh, Great Lake Ironmen. Uh, what coaches have committed? What schools will be there? So we have uh, the two-time division defending national championships. Ferris State University will be in attendance. You're familiar with that school. I, I am a little familiar with that. You played I, there. Played there and coached there back in the day. and Came down on a dog sled. <laughs> Tony Neese told me this story that he from Sault Ste. Marie, his parents didn't have a car. They came down on a dog sled and dropped him off in Big Rapids, and that was the beginning of the Whitney Bell era. Yeah, it was close to that, similar to that. But well, Sault Ste. Marie, everybody has a dog sled, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's there's a lot of snow up there, and it's, it's still around. But we have Grand Valley is going to be in attendance, Michigan Tech, Northern Michigan University is coming from the UP, uh, Hillsdale College, Ashland University is coming. You have, you have Hope, Kelvin, um, Trine is going to be in attendance as well. Unfortunately, Division One schools cannot attend due to the NCAA rules. But I've talked a lot with Coach Taylor at uh, Western Michigan University, and I've, I've talked a lot with Central Michigan, and they would like to see the data with all the athletes that, that come and test. Yeah, so what what will be available for those freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors to be? Anybody 
who will be playing high school football at any level uh, this fall, May 6th, in Allendale. Uh, if they want to get out there, college coaches, like you said, seminar for parents on using social media to help recruiting. Uh, college coaches that will be there, D1 schools can't. Uh, you'll do drills beyond the typical combine of just running and strength and shuttles. Uh, it's open uh, to everybody listening across the state in the Midwest. So the easiest way to sign up would be what? For somebody that can't write everything down right now, uh, a web address where they can just lock in, get registered immediately. Yeah, you, you go to glironman.com, and on the website it'll have... Is that Iron Men or Man? Men. Men. Iron Men. And then you go to the website, and it'll have the combine link that you click on that, and then you register. And there's a Google document that the student-athlete needs to fill out, and it's extremely important that gets filled out because we need the Twitter information, your high school football coach's contact information. So these coaches, these college coaches see interest in you. They're going to want to reach out to your high school football coach, which is extremely important in the recruiting process. So it makes it easier for them to have it all in one spot so they can look at it. GLIronmen.com. Correct. Now, GLIronmen.com, and anybody who's going to be a freshman to a senior the upcoming football season, because he'll be here before you know it. I mean, we're almost to the middle of April, and football teams will start their summer workouts in early June, official workouts and pads in August. So you're, you're what, four months away from pads at the high school level? Close to it, right? Close to it. And there's all these one-day camps that are going to be coming up with your Western Michigans, your Centrals, your Ferris's, Grand Valleys, and Davenport's with you know, Coach McEwen is going to be in attendance to this as well. I mean, it's a good baseline to get started. And if some of these coaches come and talk to you afterwards, they might want you to come to your one-day camps. And the more exposure you can have with colleges, the more opportunities you have. So for somebody who's new uh, to this recruiting process, and not everybody knows as much as you do or other coaches or recruiting insiders, uh, this is a nice launching point on May 6th uh, indoors in Allendale at the Grand Valley State University uh, football complex. Uh, 2 o'clock it begins, glironmen.com. College coaches will be there. There will be a seminar for the parents on how to use social networks to help uh, recruiting uh, with their kids. And, and I think also it's a good gauge where a kid will know where he needs to go, right? If he's a freshman, wants to come out there against a the guy, this is this is what I got to reach for, right? 100%. And you just never know whose eye you're going to turn when you go test. You could turn one person's eye, and next thing you know, that really drastically increases your, your stock and wanting to play college football. All you got to do is change one person's mind and who you are. So May 6th in Allendale on the west side of the state, Grand Valley State University indoor football complex. Uh, you can register any freshman through senior this upcoming football season, glironmen.com. What would you say is the biggest change in recruiting, Whitney, from you going from Sault Ste. Marie to Ferris State University to now uh, being a high school coach, defensive coordinator for Caledonia, fighting Scots, went all the way to Ford Field and the championship game in D1 last year. Uh, what is the biggest challenge for a parent when it comes to recruiting and also for that kid? I think the biggest challenge right now, and I, I would view it more as an opportunity, is the social media aspect that we have now these days with, you know, with your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram, and being able to 
get your information out to so many colleges, I think is a great opportunity if used the right way, not understanding that and putting things out there that that may not be for the best interest of the student athlete is a, is a big deal on what you're putting out there because everybody can see it and every college looks at those things. I think it's a great opportunity if used the right way. It's, it's a platform that I would say in the past five to six years has drastically changed. I see a lot of kids that don't do their social interaction on Twitter. It's just basically a football recruiting Twitter yeah. handle. Right, one hundred percent. Where they they put their name, they put their weight, they put their forty, they put what what they bench, uh, what team they played for, their accomplishments. There's the huddle highlights. Uh, there's highlights of them working out. It's not, you know, I, I think the kids on Twitter don't do as much social. The high school kids because they're on Snapchat, they're on Instagram, right? TikTok. Whatever. I know Whitney's on TikTok. He does a different song every day for the defense. He does a clapback dance to it. So absolutely. Oh, Sault Ste. Marie, the dance halls up there. Hey, they were interesting, man. The people just, uh, you know, once they close, trying to get everybody in the uh, sleds and get them home. It's just, uh, it's a different animal up there in Sault Ste. Marie. I would agree with that one hundred percent. I will tell you, he's one of the good guys in sports, high school football. Uh, played at the college level. Uh, if you if you really want to just step into this recruiting realm for the first time uh, with your high school son, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, May six a Saturday, correct? Correct. May six is it Saturday? It is yeah, a Saturday. Okay. Well, you're yeah. <laughs> it's a Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> May six uh, indoors at the Grand Valley State University football complex in Allendale on the west side of the state. Sign your son up. It's it's pretty inexpensive too, isn't it? Yeah, it's one hundred twenty five dollars. That, that's not bad to get the the first taste of uh, of where you are. Uh, college coaches there. That, that's not a big number. No, I don't. I don't think it's a very big number. If you take a look at the east side of the state and, and the things they do, um, I would say this price is extremely affordable. I will say the deadline to sign up though is April sixteenth, so we can get everything prepared and made for them on on time so glironmen.com high school freshmen through seniors football players for the upcoming 2023 football season sign up by april 16th glironmen.com that's glironmen.com uh how are the caledonia fighting scots going to be this year before i let you go um, I think, like always, you have high expectations going into the season, and we have a lot of very good returning football players coming back. So on paper, you look good, but you, every every season is different. Every player is different, right? So, Damn. I got to tell you something. That coach speak 101 at Ferris where he just aced it. Amazing for Whitney. He just aced that class with the coach. Well, Bill, you know, you got it on paper. You know, uh, you don't win championships with a piece of paper. You win it with a big tackle, big play. We'll come back to you. No, where I, are you I, getting that Southern accent? You're from Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, there's no doubt about it, don't you know, up there. I don't need that. Uh, oh, my God. Get a dog sled with, like, the... Mud flap, ears going down 131 while your dad's trying to drop you off at Ferris for college. Oh, oh man. We should, we should be all right. The Pennington kid is a stud, one of the best linebackers in the Midwest, isn't he? Yeah, he's, at Caledonia. he's special. He's, uh, he, man, he's 6'3", 230 pounds, runs really well. 
he's going to be back for his senior year, and I have really high expectations for him as, as well as our, our running back, Brock Townsend. Yeah, great running back. back. And yeah, great coach. Coach Pennington and staff, you do a wonderful job as a D coordinator. Whitney, what surprised me for coaching in the NFL one day? Yeah, well, I don't know about that. It'd be pretty cool if I got that phone call, but we'll, I think we'll you see. will. I Trust me. I haven't been wrong on any predictions. <laughs> My entire life, Whitney. Well, I hope you're not wrong on this one. I won't. And just keep up the great work with the kids on all levels. May 6th, the Great Lake Ironman Combine, open to any freshman-to-be through senior-to-be high school football players anywhere in Michigan, across the Midwest. You can invite family, friends in for it. Uh, You need to register by April 16th, glironmen.com. That's glironmen.com. Whitney, I will see you out at the combine. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate you having me on. All right, Whitney Bell, defensive coordinator for the Caledonia Fighting Scots football program and also one of the men behind uh, that GL Ironman Combine. May 6th, as I mentioned, indoors at the Grand Valley State University Football Complex. Register by April 16th at glironmen.com. Big. Bad. Huge.